Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we've got a great episode for you today talking about something that all of us can relate to, and that is insecurity. But before we dive in, I want to share a review with you. So this is from Marina525, and she entitled it, my favorite podcast and gave us five stars. So thank you, Marina. It says, this is hands down my favorite podcast. Not only is it entertaining, but it has positively impacted my life. Fortunately, I've already been blessed with an amazing husband and a happy marriage, but I still find so much value in Dave and Ashley's wisdom. I'm a huge fan of self-improvement, and this show has helped me grow as a wife, a mother, and a Christian. I am beyond grateful for Dave and Ashley Willis and their Naked Marriage Podcast. Oh, it's thank so sweet. you. That really yes. is. And, and really, we read these because not only is it encouraging to us, and it really is, but we read these because we want to encourage all of you to leave a review. And the main reason is because when you leave a review, it helps other people discover what you've discovered. You know, any hope, any encouragement you found here, which is what we're all about. um, When you leave a review, it helps other people discover um, that same good news. And you partner with us in in spreading the good news. And so thank you. Thanks for leaving those reviews. They really do encourage us and they help others discover this podcast. And we're so glad you stopped by today. Like Ashley said, it's a great topic. Insecurities. We're in a series based on our upcoming book, The Counterfeit Climax, which is Uh, all about how to get rid of all the baggage and insecurities related to sex and experience the thriving, awesome sex life God created you to have. But insecurities often get in the way, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's dive in. You know, I'm so glad we're going to be talking about this today because each and every one of us deals with insecurity. And when we hear the word insecurity, I think we tend to to think about body insecurity, but really it goes beyond that. I think especially when it comes to sex, we can have, you know, insecurities about our, our physical, you know, our body, but I think we can also have insecurities when it comes to performance. I think we can have insecurities when it comes to knowing maybe our, our spouse maybe had a sexual past and we're inexperienced and we have insecurities with not knowing what to do, but also we're insecure because we feel like maybe our spouse could be comparing us to previous experiences they had. So there's a lot of layers when it comes to this subject. And so we want to unpack it for you all today. And this is a nuanced layered subject. And we dive deep 
into this particular issue in the upcoming book, uh, the, the Counterfeit Climax, and all the episodes we're doing this fall are based based on the themes that we're going to address in this book. I'm so excited about this resource to be able to share it with you. And I'm so excited that we're already talking about some of these yes. themes right here on the podcast because couples need to have these conversations. And what we find often is that couples have these insecurities, but they don't voice them. They, they don't feel maybe safe enough to be able to be that vulnerable. They, maybe they're embarrassed. They don't want their spouse to see them in light of their fears and insecurities. And so they keep it hidden and then it never really gets resolved. You just sort of live with it. You just kind of go through the motions in every part of your relationship, not just in the bedroom, but in all parts of your relationship. Because if you don't feel safe enough to voice your insecurities, then you're, you're not experiencing full intimacy. That mm-hmm. intimacy requires vulnerability. And so we just hope with this episode that we we prompt you and, and maybe even inspire you to have the courage to have some of these conversations, to talk about talk about your own insecurities and to try to do it in a way that that doesn't point the finger at your spouse to say, well, I'm insecure because you do this or I'm insecure because you never do this or because of this part of your past or because, you know, whatever it might be. But instead to just say, this is how I feel. And sometimes, you know, when when we're in the act of, of lovemaking, I, 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 I clam up because I'm, I'm feeling insecure about about this, about my performance or my body or feeling like you're not attracted to me or um, and just open up in that way. And I think you'll be amazed at how much growth could happen, how much closeness you could feel with your spouse when you would engage in that kind of very vulnerable conversation. Absolutely. So I want to kick things off talking about the physical aspect, because I do think this is a big one and it's one that affects men and women, you know, for sure. And actually, Dave, uh, fairly recently on Instagram had a meme that he created and it was something like, you know, ladies, basically, you know, your husband, no matter what you think about your body, odds are your husband actually likes seeing you naked and, and really wants the lights on. And it's something to that effect. Am I, am I totally messing up what you said, but yeah, it really hit a nerve with ladies, even if you don't like your own body, chances are high that your husband loves your body and wants to see a lot more of it. And it sparked so much conversation, like all kinds of conversation. There were so many um, women that wrote in and said, you know, I struggle with this. You know, my husband tells me he loves me and he's so attracted to me, but I don't like the way that I look. And so, you know, I carry that insecurity with me and I, I don't enjoy, I, I just don't enjoy undressing, even though my husband begs me to. And other women said, well, I wish my husband loved my body, but mm-hmm. I can, you know, he's he's into porn or I see him checking out other women all the time. And so even if he tells me he does, I have a hard time believing it. And right. we, we just, we, we heard so many different conversations. A lot of the guys were echoing, yes, this is so true. They were like, yes, thank you for saying Please, this. It's yes. so true. <laughs> I just, I just love, I, I celebrate my wife's body and I want to see it, see it more often. Um, most women, I don't think, really know just how how visual their husband is and how how much he loves seeing her right and and so we were just putting that out there to kind of stoke up the conversation Uh, our friend shanti feldhan a gifted researcher she has a really good book about this called through a man's eyes helping women understand the visual nature of men now she talks in it too that women are of course visual too sure but it's just the way our brains are wired and she talks about neuroscience research to to really show what's happening in a man's mind and a woman's mind when a visual stimulus comes in yeah. and guys just are wired hardwired to to love their their wife's 
form and wanting right. want to celebrate it and want to see it. And yet, um, you know, most women we found through, you know, research and st stats have a lot of insecurities mm -hmm. about their own bodies, even if their husband is, is only complimentary. Mm -hmm. Husbands, if you're ever critical of your wife's body, stop. That's just being a jerk. Don't don't do that. Right. But um, and same for women. Don't, same for don't women. Yeah, this isn't all gender body. specific. You know, <laughs> you don't be critical of each other's bodies because we all it's. I mean, we all go through changes. We all go through changes. We all have in, very vulnerable, intimate insecurities when you know we feel like we're not not measuring up. And so you need to know that your spouse thinks you are the hottest thing on earth, right? And you are their only standard for for beauty and and, right. um, and so build each other up in that way. And I will say when it comes to insecurities, I've dealt with this and um, and it's it's not like I don't I didn't like my body even from the time we got married. But, you know, we've talked a lot about and we do we go into great depth about this in the book, you know, just the backgrounds we come from. If you grew up in a really super modest home where bodies were constantly the thing you cover, you know, and modesty is not a bad thing, but that that was my home. I mean, it wasn't like it was just always cover up, you know, and um, and just and then all of a sudden, you, you know, if you, you saved yourself for marriage, you get married and all of a sudden it can be naked time. You know, it's kind of an adjustment <laughs> to, yeah. to to come, you know, kind of get your mind around and and just get used to that. But um, I know, you know, Dave, throughout the years, we've been married 20 years. I've had a lot of changes in my body. We've had four children. And so my body's definitely changed through that. And then I've had fluctuations in it's, weight. And, and it's all been just. Well, you've always, Amazing. something you've done though that's been so sweet to me is you have always, even though I'm, I'm a lot harder on myself, you know, we're, we're usually our own worst critic. You've always encouraged me and said, sweetie, I love your body. And, you know, gosh, I'm so attracted I'm, to it's you. It's not like false encouragement. It is 100% <laughs> true. Like I, it, there has never been a moment, never been a phase, never like post baby phase, any phase where I'm not just absolutely in awe of your beauty. So. Well, you're very kind. But I know there's some people here where, and we hear from women and men that say, you know, man, my, my spouse, they're going through a time where they've just gained a lot of weight and they've kind of let themselves go. Yeah. And um, and then their spouse is insecure and, and the spouse, and, and probably their spouse, even if they haven't said like you disgust me, they've kind of let them know through maybe their body <laughs> right. language or something. Right. So I know it's not always like this because some of you watching this and listening to this are like, oh, barf, like Dave, come on, you know, but I, and I get it because it's like, really? I mean, you know, when she was 40 pounds heavier, you didn't find her a little less attractive or no, whatever. I, but I hey, will tell I, you. I love the variety. It's like, <laughs> oh. I, but that's I'm, not always I, the case, I'm, is what I'm trying to say. Into, For all people, that's petite, not, not I'm always into the petite. case. You know, when you were a little fuller figured, I was like way into that, you know? And <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I'm just, I'm into you. Like, you, your spouse needs to know you're just into them. Right. Like, they are your standard and wherever they are in their journey, like, yeah, and you want to be at your best just for health reasons, but- you want to celebrate where you are like, right. Yeah. I want yeah. to help you if you want to be healthier, if you have a weight goal or whatever, but I want you to know, like, I couldn't be more attracted to you than I am right now. And like my, and it's not just physical. It's not just physical, right. like in every sense, like physical, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, like in every way, I am just so attracted to you. I celebrate who you are right now, right where you are. And yeah, like if you want to if you've got goals or whatever, I support you in that, but don't feel like that that's going to make me more attracted to you because right. I, well, and, and I, I love what you're saying because if we can, you know, know that we just don't focus on the physical, I think that that is a good way to help 
to help reassure our spouse and say, listen, don't be insecure. Like we're, you know, we're, we're in this for the long haul and our bodies are going to change a lot and we're going to love each other and, and, and find ways to appreciate that change, you know, because we love each other and we're committed to each other. And I think the reassurance is key, especially men when it comes to your, to your wife. I mean, women just in the culture that we live in, there's just, there's always these images that are airbrushed and we see these perfect these perfect images of women that, I mean, truly, and I know this is, this is, we've talked about this openly as a, as a society for probably the last decade, you know, they're not completely real. Like those women have cellulite. Okay. It's just airbrushed out or there's like moles in places they don't want them and they've just taken it out of the picture or, you know what I'm saying? Wrinkles. There's, there's things like they're people, they're human beings. And, and so, you know, we need to remember that, but even when we remember that, and even when we understand that it's like the world we still live in though, where those, those are what are praised. And I think that we get it in our head if we allow our minds to focus too much on that, that, you know, how could my husband find me attractive when he's walking in a grocery store and just sees like all these 10 other gorgeous women who don't have a flaw. And I just think that it's wrong for us to even even kind of let that be well, something that rules our, our mindset. Should never, that, that's why God designed our minds to be focused and when it turn in terms of desire in terms of any sexual thought to be focused exclusively on our spouse yes your spouse was never meant to have to compete against anyone any person any airbrushed image any pornographic image any any commercial on TV any billboard your spouse was not designed to compete against anyone and trying to compare your spouse to some airbrushed image or some other person walking down the street is just so wrong on so many levels and it will do nothing but fuel insecurity and division in your marriage and it will be the enemy of intimacy. And so if you want intimacy, and I'm not just talking about sex, even though sex is definitely part of it, but intimacy in terms of trust and emotional connection and all those other things, you've got to focus your attention solely on your spouse and they have to know that your whole heart is theirs and your whole focus is theirs. And they're the the only object of your desire and fantasy. It doesn't mean that you never notice that another human being is attractive or you, you look at, you know, some, you know, some beautiful person and say, that person is ugly to me. Now you can say like, no, that's an attractive (laughs) person. I can recognize they're attractive, but I'm not going to let my mind linger into lust where all of a sudden uh, I'm staring and gawking and, and comparing and, acting out fantasies in my brain with somebody other than my spouse. Right. So your spouse needs to feel so built up by you in every season of your marriage, because you know, your bodies are going to change like we've talked about, but even as, as bodies change, the depth of your love can and should grow deeper mm-hmm. through every season of marriage. And yeah, it's going to maybe look a little bit different. Maybe your, your sex life's going to look a little bit different, you know, when you're 70 as opposed to 25 or whatever. I mean, things are going to look different as bodies change, but it can be beautiful and it right. can be ever increasing in actual intimacy and oneness through every season if we'll help each other with our insecurities instead of adding to each other's insecurities. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier and junk is sometimes more convenient and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite 
brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, zero sugar kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked. Absolutely. And I want to say this too, especially to the women listening and and, and Dave, maybe you could speak to the men on this, but I think that we tell ourselves, well, if I could just lose 10 pounds, then I wouldn't be insecure. If I could just have more abs, like I haven't seen my abs in how how many years, right? Or did I ever have abs? I don't know. But you, you know, we put these things like if I just had abs, then I wouldn't be insecure. Or if I could, you know, whatever, like we have these different things. And I'm just here to tell you, I have friends, I have, like I myself have had, and we talked about this before, a swing of different, like I've been super skinny. Like I was 98 pounds when we married, 98 pounds. Yeah, I was afraid I was going to Unhealthy, okay. And it was was like stress too. I mean, I was eating and stuff. I wasn't like anorexic, but I mean, it was just unhealthy. I'm five, four. I shouldn't weigh 98 pounds. Right. And so, you know, I, I definitely am nowhere near 98 pounds now, but I'm in a much healthier place. And I'm, I think we have to find balance, but I remember, you know, I think soon after you're in the afterglow of getting married, I think I put 10 pounds on, which I, I honestly needed to, but then I started having that talk with myself, like, Oh, I've put on 10 pounds. Like, Oh no, I need to lose. I need to lose. And I remember, you know, talking with friends and I have friends who are more heavy set and I have friends who are super skinny and every single one of them at different times, no matter how, how much weight they had gained or how much weight they have lost, have insecurities. Like it's not like you're going to arrive. So you can't let that be the thing that you have to achieve because you're, we're always going to have something else. We really have to, to, to have our identity in Christ. I mean, that's yeah, really, that's and, the, that's and I'm not key. saying that as some flowery Christianese, but it's the truth. And I know for me, um, I, w- I was really unhealthy, you know, leading up to our wedding and I was teaching aerobics and I was watching, I mean, I think I barely ate a carb and it worked. I mean, I lost weight. I was way too skinny, but I, it was at a great cost to myself. I wasn't healthy. I wasn't sleeping and I was not finding my value and my beauty, so to speak in Christ. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it really it dawned on me in those first years of marriage. I mean, I needed to do that. And even we can't even find our value in how we perceive our spouse 
and how they see us. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't think, well, if I know that he is totally 100% attracting me all the time, then I'm beautiful, then I'm valuable. It really can't even be that. I mean, we want that in our life, but our value comes from Christ. He says, you know, we are his sons and daughters and, and then we're masterpieces. I mean, what other greater compliment can we have in our life than to know that God considers us a masterpiece, you know? And if he says you're a masterpiece My goodness. and you say you're not, then you're, you're, that's not being humble on your part. That's really being so prideful that you would call God a liar, that you would say, his creation isn't good or that his word isn't true. And what he says about you isn't as important as what you think about yourself. And so see yourself in his light that you are beautifully and wonderfully made and that that he made no mistakes on you. And he yeah. couldn't love you anymore if you achieved whatever your ideal weight is, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, where where you are in, in that aspect of your health journey has nothing to do with your value as a human being or the 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 limitless eternal value of your soul. I mean, when we get to heaven, we'll all have abs, I'm convinced, you know? Even, <laughs> no aches even and pains. Yeah, it's going to be great. We the, can run really fast. These temporary bodies we've got, they're going to wear out and give out eventually, but they're, you know, they're 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 foreshadowing all the good that's to come. This body yeah. we're going to get that's 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 perfect and then won't wear out, but the the truth of it is it's our soul that has limitless value and we need to love each other's very soul. You know, we need to love each other on that soul level. And if we'll do that, then we'll see each other's bodies as as the beauties that they are. Yeah. Because it's not just wrapped up in some kind of like commercialized, airbrushed, idealized version of what the human form should be. And instead we'll see like, no, God made you. And you were you're just- You're his masterpiece. Yeah, you're his masterpiece. And and let's let's enjoy each other. And so with with women, I think most of the insecurities tend to come with appearance. For men, men can have certainly um, insecurities with with appearance. I think with men, it's more performance insecurities, especially with the bedroom. Yeah, I mean, and the bedroom yeah. in, in particular. I mean, I mean, I've got physical things that it could be insecurities that now I'm just kind of to the age where it's just <laughs> just don't care. <laughs> it's not that I'm insecure. I just don't well, I love your care <laughs> as much. Um, you know, and and being a little squishy is in, in vogue, I guess, in my, oh my age. Goodness. And so um but, but insecurities about performance, especially, you know, I've shared some about this, but you know, when I had a when I first was diagnosed with a thyroid disorder and my hormones were all out of balance, my like my sex drive for the first time in my life had plummeted and I had real insecurity about about sex and sexual performance and 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 it was like a, an attack on my manhood and it really messed with me it caused you anxiety yeah it, it did it i witnessed an anxiety attack like literally was, an anxiety I, attack i was just feeling really anxious uh, for the first time in my life you know in the aftermath of all that is my and it wasn't sometimes our insecurities aren't a, aren't a character issue they're a chemistry issue my my chemistry was was off like and and it was affecting me and my mind my body and everything and it created a lot of insecurity, but Ashley was so loving and supportive and encouraging through that and, um, you know, helping me to get the help I needed, you know, medically to get back to, to normal and health. But even in the process of getting there, she let me know, like, you're, you're the man right now. Like, I love you. I'm so attracted to you right now, even, even right now when you feel out of whack and we're going to help get you back to healthy. But like, I'm not going to love you more or be more attracted to you once your hormone levels are different or once your, your health is different, like. I love you and I'm so attracted to you right now. And so the, what, the the power of our words in marriage have such, such impact in helping your spouse to work through their own insecurities. Yeah. And it also has such impact to, to help the two of you develop that bond that God intends for you to have both inside and outside the bedroom. 
Absolutely. And I just want to say this, uh, you know, kind of the third thing that we talked about, and there's many, many other nuances to insecurity, but just kind of some big ones. The third thing I want to talk about um, before we get into our Q&A uh, is, is maybe if, you know, your, your sexual backgrounds, um, your kind of your um, thoughts on sex, your upbringing when it comes to, to how, how you, you look at sex, if they're very different, I think that can cause some insecurities. And, you know, especially, and we, we have been getting so much, so many emails about this lately, but especially if one spouse had had multiple partners prior to marriage, and then the other either, you know, waited until they were married, or maybe just had one experience, and they, there's this kind of difference in experience, and they feel they feel, you know, first of all, really uneasy about it. And then they feel like maybe there's a comparison going on. Even if their spouse has not said anything, just the knowledge of that can cause insecurity for both spouses. I mean, even the one, if they were promiscuous, they can feel insecure because they're like, well, I don't, I don't want to fantasize about these other people. And so it just, it makes you really insecure with, with sex, just in the sense that you're trying to, to be a good spouse and trying to keep your mind focused on your spouse, but you're kind of, you know, Satan and his lives is messing with you. And then also thinking, oh my goodness, I hope they know how much I love them and I'm not comparing them to this other person or people or whatever. So I, I think that we, when it comes to this particular kind of insecurity, we have to be willing to answer questions and then go overboard on reassuring your spouse. Like, listen, I'm not comparing you to these other people. I chose you. And you chose me, thank God, like we're together. Yeah. I don't I don't want us to feel like we're just constantly, you know, gonna be have shame on us because of these past experiences. We are new creations in Christ. We have committed our lives to each other. He has something new for us. I think, you know, we really gotta go out of our way to let God renew our mind. I mean, we talk about that all the time, but I think this is where um prayer is always essential. But I really think in this particular with this particular subject, pray and ask God to help you to keep your mind on the right things. And also pray like, Lord, help me to help my spouse know that I've got it just for them and only them. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. And we, in, in again, the upcoming book, The Counterfeit Climax, we actually have conversation guides that will lead you and your spouse through some of these conversations to deal specifically and head on with the, the insecurities that most couples just won't talk about mm -hmm. because they don't feel equipped to or they don't know how to start the conversation. And we're just trying to help you have a safe place and the right words to work through these these issues together. So um, be watching for that book and also continue to tune into the Naked Marriage podcast uh, every week this, this whole season. But in this point in the podcast, before we wrap up, we're going to do our favorite part, which is Q&A. So thank you guys for sending in your questions at nakedmarriagepodcast.com. And for also writing us on social media at Dave and Ashley Willis on Instagram uh, or on Facebook at marriage and or um, at Stronger Marriages, I guess, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So the question today, how do you balance being married and being pregnant? Pregnancy is exhausting. How do you still pour into your marriage when you're so tired and hormonal? Yeah. It's a great question. Of the two of us, you're the only one who's been pregnant. So <laughs> I'm going to let you start out. I've looked pregnant a few times. Oh, whatever. I can really pr make my you belly stick out. You can protrude your it's belly. Very, it's very, it's you one really of my can. only it's uncanny. really impressive skills. I have pictures. It's pretty amazing. I can look pregnant, but <laughs> I've never been pregnant um, that I know of. And so we're, we're very. You, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start trying yeah. to answer this question. So I just want to say this is coming from a mom to be. 
um, or maybe someone who's already had children who is in the first trimester. And let me tell you, there is no exhaustion like first trimester mm-hmm. exhaustion. And I, I mean, it's just, it's just, you're exhausted. I mean, it, you just want to sleep all the time. And it's because your body is doing the miraculous. Your body is putting together a human being. And uh, it's just amazing how God created us. And so I, my best advice is give yourself grace. Talk to your spouse too and say, listen, I am just, I am dog tired. I, I'm from Kentucky. That's like a comment we say. I don't know if that's in the vernacular for you, but dog tired means like, I literally want to be like a lazy dog and like go sleep in the corner all day. And like, that's how I was in a lot of our, in all four of the pregnancies in the first trimester. And I want to tell you, I know the hormones are all around and there can be some different um, uncomfortable things that happen in pregnancy and aches and pains that happen. But the main thing here is uh, just talking to your husband and saying, you know, this is what's going on. But I also want to encourage you to, to, kind of break out of being overtaken by all this. I think it's good for you to go on a date and just, you know, take that time. That's how you can pour into your marriage, go on a walk, go on a date and just talk about how excited you are for the pregnancy. Husbands rub her feet, um, Mm -hmm. get her a prenatal massage. Let me tell you best like hundred bucks you will ever spend. And, and it has to be prenatal because when you're pregnant, it has to be a certain kind of positioning to be safe for the baby, but it's so worth it. And, um, and just, you know, for the, for the wife who wrote this, be mindful about not shutting down. I think it's easy. And I kind of hear her saying that she, she knows she's not feeling well and she's probably thinking, I'm probably not you know, a ball of fun to be around right now because I'm tired and I'm hormonal. And and that's okay. But just be be willing to talk to your husband. And when he asks you what he can do to help, tell him things that, that can help. I mean, yeah. be willing to ask yeah. for help. And um, again, give yourself so much grace. You know, I, I think that it's just, especially if it's your first pregnancy, this is all so new. I mean, it's, I will never forget, you know, I was actually in my first teaching job when we were pregnant with, um, our first child, Cooper, and and it was so there was so much going on, and Dave was so sweet to me just to to be like, what do you need? You know what what can I do to help you? And and I would tell him like there were things like I could really use a foot, foot rub right now, or you know what? Can we not have to cook tonight? Like can we just go get food because the thought of standing up and cooking something or having to wait for food because I'm starving right now is the worst. So you know I think we just have to be very very open with what our needs are, but also not allowing, you know, really being mindful of, did my husband make me mad? Is that why I'm mad? Or am I mad because I'm exhausted and moody because my body is going through a lot right now. And just from my experience in in watching Ashley very heroically go through that four times, um, the, the exhaustion part of the pregnancy is, it is temporary, even if it lasts the whole pregnancy. Oh, for sure. For sure. But usually it is that that first trimester that tends to be the worst, and then right at the very last days when you're you're uh, just uncomfortable with pregnancy because of you don't you know, sleep the, well. Yeah, you don't sleep well. Let me say, um, I'm going to recommend something, and there's probably even spiffier things these days. But there was something called a snoogle. Do you remember the snoogle? Oh, the big pillow. It's like a, an S pillow because you can't really sleep on your your back or your stomach. If you're on your back, the baby is on all of your organs and it's not good. Like you're putting pressure on your kidneys and if, and you obviously cannot sleep on your stomach. And if you're on your side, the baby's pulling your, your back and you're 
I don't know if you're into chiropractic, but our chiropractor really helped me during this time. But I remember she might have even recommended the Snoogle, but it's this special pillow that kind of supports your belly and helps you sleep more comfortably on your side because you can adjust it wherever you need to kind of get your back back in alignment. And um, and Dave was so willing. I think it was expensive too, but I remember you being like, it is best money. Like yeah. we will Investing make in room. Is we will go get it secondhand. Like go to those kid to kid stores or whatever's in Once Upon a Child. Like there's all those different different consignment shops and like find, find a way to get it. Go to, you know, Amazon probably has it cheap, but um, you know, it's, it's worth investing in things that can help you get better sleep. I mean, that's okay yeah. because it, even though it is temporary, it, it can really cause strain, not sure. only on you physically, but on your relationship. So I want to say this, Dave was saying, you know, it's all temporary, but then there are the first, um, right. Then there's baby exhaustion. Mm, yeah. So just th- that will be a thing too. Whole other thing. But in all of it, just keep supporting each other. Be honest, like Ashley said, be honest about your feelings. Be honest about what you need. Be really patient with each other. Remind yourselves we're on the same team here. Um, we, we're going to win together or lose together. Let's yes. support each other. Let's not keep score over who's doing more. Let's just both try to give everything we've got. Let's give 100% instead of trying to divide things out. Because you'll never divide it equally. Just both of you do what you can do to serve one another and if you'll keep doing that through the pregnancy, through the early childhood years and all the way beyond, like that's the recipe for a great marriage. So just keep keep being partners, keep being best friends, keep prioritizing your relationship and serving each other and um, making sure your commitment to each other is always stronger than your feelings because your feelings are going to change. You're going to feel exhausted some days. You're going to feel up and down and highs and lows and all of it, but your commitment is unchanging. And right. let that be kind of the steady guide that leads you through. And, and if you'll do that, God does the rest. He just, he carries us in those moments when he we does. feel like we can't take another step. So we're excited for you in this season of getting ready to have a baby, praying for you and cheering you on. Great days are ahead. And uh, and keep listening to this podcast and check out the other resources at xomarriage.com to help you through the pregnancy years, the, not years, if you're pregnant for years, you're, you're an elephant. I think that's the, <laughs> well, only, the only mammal that can be pregnant for years. Um, <laughs> Uh, but pregnancy through young young childhood all the way through in every season right. of marriage, there's yes. something at XO Marriage for you. So thanks for your question. Thank you guys for listening today. Thanks for those who are watching this on YouTube. Whether you're listening or watching, we're so honored that you were here. Do us a favor and share this with somebody because when you share, it makes a difference. It really does in helping spread the good word and spreading hope. And we sure appreciate it. We'll see you next time. 